Hey, everybody. So we're live right now. We got uh, Dave Weiss from uh, Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. I think that's the name of his channel over there. Yes, it is. And you can find him over at uh, theflatearthpodcast.com. We were just looking at some of your videos and stuff like that. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. All right. Thanks. We're just watching that video where you uh, talk to that 102-year-old lady. Ruth. Um, yeah, Ruth. Um, so, you know, before we get to some of your videos and stuff like that, how did you – my first question I want to ask you is, were you ever convinced that the earth was round? Yeah, like all of us. Come on. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> all right, sweet. So like, why don't you just tell your story of how you came to have, have your beliefs. I mean, I said in, in our contact info that I, I also believe that the, the earth is flat and stationary, but we're going to kind of approach things from a novice and maybe some debunking questions and stuff like that. But why don't you just tell your story? So, I, I mean, I grew up like everybody else. Where we're, everything, all of school, all children's shows, all television shows, all movies, everything is globe, globe, globe. It's all about globes. And, and there's a reason for that. And so I, I did a conspiracy podcast where, you know, I'm open-minded. I'm looking into, you know, the deceptions of the world. And people started sending me flat earth stuff. And I'm like, get the hell out of here and stay off our social media. And I banned them immediately for being so stupid. And wow. then I was... Forced, forced, you know, kicking my feet and screaming to look into it, you know, because another fellow researcher said she thought the earth was flat. And I was like, I, I can't believe the, what's happening to this friggin' world. And so I went in with a bias. You know, you're supposed to go look at things with an open mind. Could it go this way? Could it go that way? I went in with a bias. I'm going to prove the globe, disprove flat earth and put an end to this. Six years later, here I am talking wow. to you, flat earth podcast. I quit my job. I have an app. It's insane. <laughs> that is awesome. And that, you know, um, if you're into learning, that is how, how, how it happens. You know, I call it, you know, the dominoes falling and it's just one thing after the next. And it goes, it, and, you know, it can go from, like you said, complete, complete denial and bias to being an advocate for, for something. So that's, that's amazing. I, you know, so, you know, to talk about Ruth or was there a time when everyone was taught that it was flat? Cause we're, we're taught that, you know, People at the time of Columbus were stupid, and even and then, four hundred, five hundred years ago, we learned that it was it was that it was round because of science. But cool story, it, bro. Not not really the case, right? No, that we we were talking, you know, and and again, you know, look at the world, the situation the world is in right now. In January of twenty twenty, I interviewed Ruth, hundred and two years old. Okay. She was taught in elementary school that the earth in Connecticut, that it, public school, that the earth was flat and they changed it. We found other people uh, in Croatia. They said all of Croatia knew in the 1930s. That's even later. So we found newspaper articles you know, and microfilm um, of teachers that were being persecuted in the early 1900s for trying to teach heliocentrism in school. OK, so I, I claim that. Everyone on Earth knew in the early 1900s, and that's when they takeover happened. And they started the world wars, and they divided the world up, and they just basically you know divide and conquer, divide and conquer. So there, everybody knew the Earth was flat until you know NASA came in, and you know, and they they just changed stuff in books. Somebody just sent me a book they found in their like grandfather's attic. It was from um, what year was it? It was the early 1900s, and it was a curriculum for teachers. And basically, it was highlighting how you're supposed to teach the globe, right? You don't show them the flat maps until you show them the globe. And basically, it was 
the beginning of the indoctrination into the globe. Think about this. Imagine you were taught the earth was flat your entire life and you laid it out and they laid out everything. And then Dave Weiss comes on your show. I'm going to convince you the earth is a globe, mm. right? You, you would just, you would, you would laugh. It's funnier than how people think of flat earthers now. I mean, because people that say, flat. you know, Dave, it, it I'm going to have you on. Flat, yeah. Yeah. I want to have you on, but I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm never, I don't believe that the earth is uh, flat. And so I say, what is your number one proof for the earth is a globe? Mm. And they're like, well, I don't know, but I still believe it. That is mind control. You know, another word for mind control, controlling the mind is govern mm-hmm. and mint. Yeah. Government. Yeah, okay? I've heard that before. Yeah. So, so that's what they want to do. So, hey, I mean, go like tap, tap your microphone. Oh, tap it. Just tap it. Is that a- okay? It's on. All right, I wasn't okay, sure we're good. It. Okay, can you, I can boost a little bit. How's that? I'll give it there a little, little boost. Okay, cool, man. Um, so you know, I was just looking up this book, a hundred proofs that the Earth is not a globe. Uh, yeah. 1880, 1885. What are, you know, some of the, you know, if you, I mean, you have a lot of videos up on your channel that are, you know, two to three minutes long. And I, I'm, I, I guess that a lot of those are some of those proofs. So why don't you just hit us with some of those that are the, I mean, I definitely, I've noticed the, what is it? Eight inches per mile squared, where if you look over miles, uh, do I have that equation right, by the way? You do eight inches per mile squared. It, it's people, well, the, people, people freak out at that equation. It's very simple. Eight inches per mile squared. So if you're on the, uh, if you have a ball and a tangent line across the top of that ball, the first mile is eight inches, then it's going to drop farther and faster. So you have to square the miles. One mile is eight inches, two miles, two times two times eight is 32 inches. Three miles is six feet. So a six foot tall person standing at the edge of calm water should only be able to see the surface of the water for three miles, then it'll dip lower. Now, if they got up a little higher, they could see a little farther over the curve. This is if we lived on a ball, okay? So you shouldn't be able to see anything. At, at, uh, um, and if you go down lower, the horizon actually moves closer to you because you're down lower, right? Mm. You understand that? Yeah. So, so the fact that we can see too far, for example, we had a, a camera at one foot. We had an, these oil rigs are out here, and yeah. this one is 9, 9.4 miles away. And from one foot off the ground, the horizon should be, I think, 1.2 miles or 1.9, whatever. And at 9.4 miles away, there should be 59 feet of curvature, okay? But not only can we see, the, see it, we can see the water for miles and miles and miles beyond it, okay? So there's no curvature whatsoever, so here's a question for you. How many stretches of flat water does it take to make a sphere? How many stretches of flat water does it take to make a sphere? Yeah, how many how many stretches of flat water can you line up before it turns into a sphere? The None. answer is a stupid None. question. Yeah, no, I, I, I right. thought you were trying to how trick me. How does it take yeah. to make a sphere? Exactly, yeah. That's, right. I mean, it's so – you know, why don't we go through the like the six year process? I was actually I didn't. You, you said six years ago you thought the the Earth w- was round. I thought you it would have been way longer before that, just because that's what you focus on. You know, I saw some some of the things on your channel about about viruses and masks and th- things like that. But but flat Earth is your your main focus. But walk me through the six years process of what you did from that day to to today. So so I w- I was forced to prove the globe. And that's how you become a flat earther. I'd say 99% of the people that are flat earthers tried to prove the globe and they came out and like, Jesus, oh my God. And uh, so for two weeks, 
day and night. I fell asleep in my computer, wake up, you know, turn it back on. And I'm looking and looking and I'm doing stuff and I'm experimenting. I got, and I bought a, a P900 super zoom camera and went to the water. I was like, okay, I know how far that buoy is. I know what the curvature formula is. Look, there's the friggin' buoy. There's a boat that's 10 miles past the buoy. I'm like, how can this be? Right. And then I'm like, okay, it's refraction. Refraction's lifting everything up. Refraction's insane. Refractions. This is the Globers say that these miles of water going back here is lifting it up right to the right height but it's not refracting the oil rig at all or the water in front of the oil rig. It only refracts. It's the dumbest thing ever. Wait, they Refraction. say, well, can you repeat that again? They say that it lifts it up like an optical illusion. Or so something like so light bends going through a medium. Like if you, if you put a laser going into a fish tank and it'll, it'll go down. And if you have like salt water, if you have like sugary water on the bottom of the fish tank, it'll bend it even more. So they're saying that the light is bending like, when we see the sun about to set, it's already set. It's just being refracted up. It's nonsense. It's utter, utter, utter nonsense. Wow. Um, yeah. So you started off. You started off trying to di- trying to p- p- disprove flat Earth, and yeah. then you was this one you're describing right now with, with the the first one that kind of gave you know you, the first one that you couldn't argue with. Well, no, I mean, I couldn't argue with anything. I, everything I thought I had an excuse for. But the, this one, this one, actually, we, we were always looking at boats and certain distances. And, and when, we, when we realized that we can look at things that we know the exact distance, like a boat, you could argue, well, that ship wasn't really that far away or it was moving. You know, stationary stuff. stuff. So, yeah. so you got these stationary things. And there's times where we'll see like a jetty and then there's water beyond that jetty going around a gulf. And so it's the same thing. So the Glober argument to that is, well, the body of water is flat and then it makes up the curve after that. Like a lake is flat, but then the next lake would be tilted. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm going to say some crazy, insane things, and I'm going to say some things that are like, oh, that makes sense. And the crazy and insane things are me trying to explain the globe, and the things that make sense, like water lays flat at rest, you know, has doesn't have bendy water. Uh, that's that's about the flat Earth. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I I don't know that much about about science. We're going to get into scientism later. That's one of the words that you you like to yeah. use. You mean that like a like a religion, right? Well, scientism is, yeah, it's like a religion. So the, the globe, anything you learn about the globe, anything you learn about space, anything you learn about anything below eight miles below the surface of the earth, anything about men in rockets is, is a religious, zealot, scientism, nonsense, pseudoscience, whatever word you want to use. Mm. So you don't think, you know, we, you don't think we've been to space. You don't think there's really space. Like, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. So it's not that I don't think I've actually looked. What if, you know, so we, what about the space station? I, I've seen the space station, right? You've seen the light in the sky. Have so you ever fake, tracked the space man. station? It's no, no, I, you, you can get no, a tracker on your phone and, and watch it go by. OK, but what you will see is a little piece of the sun. It's, it's literally a star, a big like a big, big star um, as bright as the sun that just cruises by. It's a luminary. I don't know what it is. Mm. OK, but it doesn't look like a spaceship and there's no way it can be reflecting the sun back to my eyes. And then somebody 30 miles away, it could also be reflecting it back to their eyes. And the fact that it goes from horizon to horizon and always reflects the sun. What what thing can do that? You can't keep a reflection of the sun in somebody's eyes for that amount of distance. It's, it's an a, interesting point. 
I never yeah. thought about that. Like if you have, and it can't be going to two spots at once too. Correct. And it would flicker. It's, it's ridiculous. And, and then the speeds that it's going, it, 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 none of it makes any sense when you look at it. Let, let's stick on the space station for, for a minute. Yeah. So the space station is a little bit bigger than a 747, which is close to the size of a football field. So the ISS is, let's just say it's about the size of a 747. You with me? Mm. So 747 is a pretty big plane. You ever see one close up? Mm-hmm. It's gigantic, right? It's like when you, when you stand next to one, it's like, wow, I forget how big these things are. You move that thing up to cruising altitude, right? Five, seven miles up in the air. And how big is it? Tiny. It's, it's a tiny little dot. It's smaller than a pencil eraser held at arm's length, right? Okay. And it's kind of gray and dark. So that is perspective that made it go from a football field to a tiny dot in the sky. Now, if I raise it higher, like double that height, could you see it? Scientifically, provably, no, you can't. Its angular size would be too small. Okay. Mm. That's twice the height. What if I said the ISS is 50 times higher, 50, five, zero times higher. And and just to be clear, NASA says this is the size of the space station. Yeah. Wow. This is a, this is a model of showing you the, the football field, the space station and the 747. That's what approximate sizes they are. I don't care if it's five times the size of a football Doesn't field. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's fifty times higher. Fifty five zero the, times higher. The claim is we can see this from Earth. You can't. We we yeah you can go on your phone, download the ISS tracker, and, and it'll set an alarm. It says, hey, it'll be viewable. You know, at seven p.m. You know, starting off in the you know east, it'll tell you, and boom, there it is. Like like a as accurately as a planet or what those things we call planets or, um. They, it, it's making a circle around the earth. I don't know what it is. I don't know when it got here, but there, again, anything above as high as we can get or beyond the shoreline of Antarctica is speculation. Happy to go there, but there's plenty right underneath our feet that we can do that. We can look and see at that. We can, I can't even speak. This is my fourth interview today. Cool, <laughs> man. That's tied. awesome. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad that you hit me up, man. It's it's really cool. I I can I can tell you do a lot of shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so no no worries. It's just the the things in the sky. The only thing, the only thing, including the sun and the moon, that we can accurately, positively, one hundred percent sure say about them, including their size, distance, or what they are, is they're lights. That's all. Because if they weren't lights, you wouldn't be able to see them. So they're lights. Period. That's all you can say. Mm. Are they reflecting light? Highly doubtful, provable, um, but they are lights. And how far they are, how big they are, is a whole nother, a whole nother thing. I'd never seen this stuff about the the ISS. I didn't know it was, it was that size. I thought I just pictured it as bigger than than a seven forty seven, even though that uh, or much bigger. But seven forty seven is still huge. But I pictured it as like a freaking death star or something like that you know it's amazing don't you think the iss is pretty cool you know it's uh would you call it one of the most incredible um engineering achievements of mankind right right it's built in space moving seventeen thousand five hundred miles an hour it was put together in sections so the astronauts are putting it together uh do you think mission control would want to have any cameras on that while they were assembling it and, and instruct the astronauts what to do, right? You ever watch the astronauts do a spacewalk? They're out there for like eight hours and they basically uh, tighten, uh, un- undo one nut and tighten another nut. I mean, one giant nut. That's all they do. Like one nut and one 
bolt. What, what are you talking about? So, and there's no stars either. Yeah, yeah. So that's a whole other thing. So <laughs> the so the um, ISS is an incredible achievement, right? And you would think that Mission Control would would have to have so many cameras on this. Okay, <clears throat> you know, John, uh, move the unit to the left. You know, the now attach here. But right, there's zero footage of it being assembled. Zero. It just showed up. You know, the, occasionally we heard, you know, they're launching something up for the ISS, but they didn't even tell us what it is. And then all of a sudden, there it is in our sky. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's, there's not people on it. Nobody's ever been to space, and that's provable. Here, let's, let's unwind NASA for five minutes. You ready? Please, please. Okay. So if I show you that NASA's faking weightlessness on the International Space Station just once. If I show you that they're faking it with wires, with CGI, with augmented reality, with green screens, you can unwind that all the way to we never went to the moon, okay? But I'm going to show you a bunch of things, and then I'm going to tell you where you can see thousands of these things, and then you can make up your own mind. But basically, the final answer is every time I show you that they lie, we didn't go to the moon is, is the, the, what you should have in your head. So what sometimes when they're on the, you know, they're, they're, they're there in the space station and they're talking to the people on news and they're flipping the microphone around or flipping a hat around. They're always playing with something in the air to mesmerize you. Ooh, ah, I'm flipping things around. And then they have a guy in the background float by, you know, just in, in, way in the background, but I zoomed in on him. Look, his green screen yeah. screwed up and you can see his harness. Mm-hmm. He's hanging from a harness. Anyone that can't see that is not intellectually honest, right? Look at this guy. Is that weightlessness or is he hanging from a harness? Mm-hmm. They never show the ceiling during these things. They never show the fourth wall. They're in a studio, in a green screen studio. Okay. Other times, um, the green screen glitches out. They're saying goodbye right here and something happened. The green screen glitched out. I've never out. seen that one. Yeah, there's tons of these, tons of these. Okay. Um, this one, this guy's going around a corner and look. He fades out before he goes around the corner. You can see through. Look at the wall here, and you can see through it. So there is no corners on a zero-G plane. So this was done on a zero-G plane, not in a, in a green, screen, green screen studio, where they're floating. You know what a zero-G plane is, right? Mm-hmm. So they only have like 45 seconds of weightlessness. Yep. And there's no left-hand turns. It's only a straight tube. So they're making like he's taking a left-hand turn. turn. He's really just going behind this thing right here. And they had to fade him out to make it look like he's going around the corner because he couldn't go any further. So they faded him out. I've never okay? seen that one. How do people, yeah, what do some... people, have you ever debated anyone? Yeah, we've debated the, the, the real, the real deceivers like, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson and, you know, Bill Lye, the guy with the bow tie. <laughs> Science. Um, yeah. They're, they're, uh, he's a failed, he's a failed comedian. Bill, mm-hmm. you know, um, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson is a failed actor. They're just out there deceivers. They're deceivers of the world, and they're put out there like, you know, these funny guys. Um, they'll make video after video after video, making fun of flat earthers, um, um, gaslighting us, making claims of things that we don't believe. You know, if you if you go on YouTube and, and look up flat earth, you'll end up on a Vsauce video, and it says, what would the earth look like if it was a disc? And when, as you walk towards the edge of the disc, the gravity would be pulling you towards the middle, and by the time you got to the edge of the disc, you'd be standing sideways. Nobody believes that the flat earth is a disc, okay? Mm. They're gaslighting us, and they're, they're, they're really making you laugh at, at flat earth. So yeah. 
other times they're using augmented reality. So she's talking to kids here and she's showing them the globe and she wants to show them this thing. Look, they beamed it in. They actually made a beaming noise. That is a, a virtual reality that's not really there. It's augmented reality and she can manipulate it. And it's done just where she has either contact lenses on or she's reading um, a, a screen and she's playing with virtual objects that look real. Okay. And it's all done in real time. And, oh. and sometimes they have these objects and they'll move them too fast or something and it'll go like through somebody's head or they'll do something and it'll, it'll, it'll just go through something solid because they, mis, they miscalculate where, the, where they are with it. And sometimes they'll grab something and they'll miss it and they think they have it in their hand and they'll pass it to the other hand and put it away, but it's still over here. That, that one where she's grabbing it, that blue beam, is that no, no. there? So, 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 that blue, so the thing wasn't there, and I don't know why they did this, but they actually made, you know the, the noise from Star Trek when yeah. they beam somebody in? They actually, they actually made that, that, that beaming noise. They actually made that's, that beaming noise. That's the European space, space Agency that we're looking at right now. Yeah. And it's supposed to be yeah. – yeah, I can see the material – man. So – you know, so so what do people say? I mean, who's so they, they they don't ever respond to this stuff. We can never get them to respond to this. They, the, you know, if there's something they can't answer, they just ignore it like it doesn't exist. And therefore, in the mainstream, it doesn't exist because they've never commented on it. Only when they comment does it give it energy. And they're smart. They know. They know that. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about curvature. And he says, well, you can't, you know, people say I've seen curvature from an airplane. And then we show that, well, you can't see curvature from an airplane. We send a balloon up to 120,000 feet. They're like, well, you have to be up higher, like Felix Baumgarten did during the Red Bull jump. And, uh, and you shouldn't have to and, be up high at all, right? Well, the, the, well the verse is so big you couldn't tell. But, you know, you remember the Red Bull jump with Felix Baumgarten? Mm -hmm. He yes. jumped from 127,000 feet, and he said he saw the curvature of the Earth. Now, most flat earthers say he's just a lying paid shill. I say he's wearing a, a helmet with a big curved shield in front of it. He's looking through curved glass. Everything is going to have a curve to it. And, and this picture here is just from a fisheye lens. He did two jumps before this that weren't televised, and they didn't have fisheye lenses. And the, everything's flat, okay? But for some reason, they changed the GoPro. They had fisheye lenses. And he said he saw the curve. Well, if you look at all these rivers and all of these landmarks, this is all New Mexico. All of this is New Mexico. So we live on planet New Mexico, all right? And the other thing is, look at this. The Earth is spinning at 1,000 miles an hour to the east, right? It's spinning eastward at 1,000 miles an hour. He went up. So we're spinning eastward. That means he should land westward out in the ocean, right? Arizona, he's up there for three and a half hours. Earth is spinning 1,000 miles an hour. He should land 3,000 miles out in the ocean, okay? Or at least 1,000 miles. So we'll just you know, say that he was in the atmosphere for a while, right? But in fact, he landed east of where he took off. The Earth is spinning to the east. He went up, and he landed ahead of where he took off from. Now, okay? I've, I've, heard, I've heard some people say before that that's kind of like, you know, the way around that or whatever is it's like you're traveling in a car. And you're going the same speed as the car? Yeah, um, yeah. So, so now increase that car another um, 920 <laughs> miles an hour and yeah. take off the outside of the car, okay? Mm. And, and tell me how, how well that works out for you. And he, they're pretty, pretty much above the atmosphere. So, you, you know, if there's whatever's up here, it's super thin, and that's being held down to the earth. But meanwhile, a summer breeze can blow the air left and to the right and, and whatnot. Right. But you believe that the air is held on to these 
you know, these beam, these, these columns of air that are Velcroed to the earth. Nonsense. It, mm. It's just ridiculous. So I, I think you said yes earlier, but have you, you've debated people like live or like in front of an <laughs> a, audience, like a moderated thing or just like so, video so, to video. So there's, there's different types of debates. You yeah. have these globe trolls, these paid shills, <laughs> you have these, these just total mental cases that there's nothing you can never teach them anything they'll they'll just argue nonsense and then there's people that debate that all the time and you really get nowhere with that then you have the people like neil degrasse tyson and bill lie and brian you know lying box from england or whatever his name is um or wherever he's from they say the science is settled and they never will talk to a flat earther okay mm. Right. And then you have the paid shill channels that are huge, you know, numbers of subs that, you know, are, are these, you know, Cy Man Dan, we call him Psyop Man Dan. He does these <laughs> yeah, I know pompous, <laughs> ridiculous, stupid videos. And, and, and I call him not Professor Dave and Bob, not the science guy. These guys are, are paid or hypnotized. I don't know what their deal is, but they do these highly scripted, um, you know, uh, pre just stupid things and they again they gaslight us they make claims that we don't have they make little sarcastic remarks and to the unthinking mind you you, you just like oh this guy he must be right because he's being so sarcastic mm. um but they will never talk to us live never we've we've oh. i've emailed back and forth with psyop man dan and uh he he's like well we'll do a recorded thing you know i'll list i'll i'll send you 20 questions and you can answer them and then i'll respond nope Let's do it live because when you open your stupid mouth and make a stupid comment, I can counter it immediately rather than, you know, no one's going to watch this because it'll go back and forth for months. Interesting. <clears throat> so they just don't they don't want to do it live, but they'll Look, do rebuttal videos budget, and stuff. Twenty four dollars. Right. I'm on the space station. <laughs> why do you think that easy. why do you think NASA like what is the why the lie? Right. Why the lie, man? I'm I mean, I probably I'm probably going to answer that yet. Yeah. Not yet. OK, <laughs> we'll answer that at the end. Okay, sounds good. I mean, you know, so I mean, I have the uh, the why the lie question about a few different parts of it. I mean, the yeah. the one that's most important to me is like the individual level. Like, why can people? I mean, I've been talking about this a lot lately, lately. That there's like a discernment issue, and it's not necessarily related to what you would call education and intelligence. But why do you think you know some people? are open to it. Some people will play ball. Some people are, you're talking about sarcasm, right? I, I find that to be a big issue when people yeah. straw man and gaslight and they're, they just That's are sarcastic. All That's all I have. Why do you think, yeah. is, do you think they know the people that, that you're opposing? Do you think they, most, some of them most, think most, the, most of them do most mm. of them do, but, but mm. the, the other people, you can get like a real, you know, school teacher or something. They're the worst because, you know, you know who school teachers are. They're the ones that can memorize and regurgitate the best. They get the A. <clears throat> Therefore, they can um, they can, you know, teach the next generation. Basically, it's not teaching. It's memorization and regurgitation. And if you disagree within the book, you fail a class. OK, it's it's unbelievable. It's not. It's not learning. It's not thinking. They don't teach you to think in school. God forbid, because if you learn to think, you might figure some stuff out yeah. and challenge the people that are ruling over your lives. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very you know layered structure, right? You need the individual, you need the, the teachers, you need the administrators, you need the college people all the way up to government and the people above them. They're the worst. If I can get in front of a, I don't, I want, I've been wanting to get into my high school. I still live in my town where I grew up and I want to go in and, uh, and debate the, their science class, the top of the, you know, their senior class on earth flat around. 
And uh, I have a, and uh, I'll offer this to everybody. Every show I go on, I have a Bitcoin. You know what a Bitcoin is, right? Mm-hmm. You know what Bitcoin is? Yeah. Bitcoin is cranking. I yep. have a Bitcoin for one, anyone that can come up with one proof of the globe. Just one. So I, I can see you're not excited because you know there are none. <laughs> I haven't really heard any. I mean, I sometimes default. I some I default to pe- people that know more than me on all kinds of fields. So people so throw mad stuff at me. Do that. You should, you not, should do that. not do yeah. that because you know they they've got us convinced that if you don't have a degree, then you can't think for yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't use your God given senses. You know, if if I told you the Earth was spinning at a thousand miles an hour, and when you're watching the sun, yet you're falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound, and that's what's making the sun go down, wouldn't you laugh at me? <laughs> right? But that's what we're supposed to believe. Yeah. While we're spinning at 1,000 miles an hour, faster than the speed of sound, we're orbiting at 66,000 miles an hour, speeding up and slowing down, speeding up and slowing down. And we're flying, chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour. And all the other planets are keeping up, too. They keep up on that same plane around the sun, mm. okay? And flying through the air, turning, you know, going in a circle or an oval or whatever. And that entire system's moving in a fourth direction sideways at a million or two million miles an hour. Okay. It's insanity. The soul, the, the, the heliocentric soul lure system. The other thing that really convinced me is where p- pilots don't after, after ever have to pitch down. They just Correct. keep going straight. They just keep going straight and they never, they're not like this. They're just flying straight. I mean, I've flown a plane before, not a 747, but you know, you're not having to do that. Right. So if you're flying for an hour at 500 miles an hour, after that hour, you'll be like 80,000 feet in the air, unless you nose down at an average of a mile every two minutes. Okay. So if you're on a plane, if you're on a, you know, you're flying across country or whatever, you kind of watch a movie, doze off, you're taking a little nap and then you're 30 minutes from your location and the pilot just starts to, you know, make the, his first approach, you know, where they start dropping maybe a hundred feet a minute. He's dropping, right. You wake up, you're like, Whoa, we're going down. Right. You can sense that that's a hundred feet a minute. You, you, you can sense that airplanes would have to drop at such a crazy rate right now you're falling over backwards like five miles a minute down downwards does that make any sense yeah and they don't they don't account for that right yeah all of those motions are happening all of those motions are happening and there's lakes that are perfectly glass mirrored lakes but neil degrasse tyson says at the equator because of the spin the water bulges 14 miles high 14 miles high. That's higher than Everest. Where's the best viewing spot of that bulge? Okay. And, and when do planes that are flying at five miles in the air climb that extra 10 miles up to get over that bulge when they're flying south, you know, from the north to the south? So, so, just to, so the claim is that because of gravity in the equator. No, centrifugal force. Centrifugal force. And, be, and so the water is bulging out at the equator. Mm. Right when you spin oh, a ball, a, like a, a wet tennis ball, the water flies off the yep. the, the equator, if you will. Hmm. Right? Yeah, I mean, man, and it's it. Yeah, on a calm day, it's not moving at all. What? Yeah. Okay. You ever build? Uh, you know what stone cairns are? You know what a cairn is? No. So when you when you build those uh, when you build rocks precariously, you know, like this, you've seen them, right? People mm-hmm. build these rock sculptures. Yep. If the earth was moving 
an inch an hour in a circle motion, these things wouldn't be able, you couldn't build them. They'd fall over, right? The only way you can build these things is because the earth is perfectly stationary. Mm-hmm. And down is straight down. It's not sideways. It's not up. It's down. Yeah. Okay? I, I have a, a question from the chat. Are, are you religious at all? Not at all. Not at all. Okay. Not at do, all. Are you, do you believe in God? Do you believe in God? Oh, yeah. I'm a Christian. Okay. So there's a lot of Christians in flat earth. It's not a Catholic. It's not a Christian thing. However, the, the, and, and by the way, you're going to like my answer. So the, the, before I discovered flat earth, I looked at all religions and I never, I best was best described as an atheist. All right. So the Bible is a flat earth book. The page one of the Bible, what does it say? Genesis. It says God separated the waters from the waters and created the, with the firmament. Mm-hmm. The firmament is the dome. Okay. Separated the waters from the waters. I believe space is water and there's also water below us too. And I believe that they're connected and they're part of the earth system. And we live inside this pressurized bubble, like a bubble on the bottom of a pan of water. Okay. And there's a dome above us. Now, is that a physical dome or is it just water? Is it frozen? Is it pressure that's holding it up? I don't know. I don't know. You know, mm. I, I, I contend that, you know, you ever been in a hurricane? You see how much water comes out of the sky during a hurricane? Well, what's a hurricane? A really low pressure system. It's a spot of low pressure. Maybe that's letting in that primary water and then it's spreading it out with its winds. And that's why you have these sheets of water coming out of the sky. I mean, think about how much water comes out of a major rainstorm. You ever fly through a cloud? The windows barely even get wet. I mean, yeah, you can get drizzle out of a cloud, but you're not getting deludes of water. I think that water is coming from above and low pressure systems let the water in. The water's, ab- water's above and the water's below. Yeah. Yeah. And there's 200 verses in the, in the, in the, um, there's 200 verses in the Bible that talk about a flat and movable earth. God created the earth on the footstools, could not, cannot be moved. The only one that mentions someone that, you know, that ballers will use is Isaiah. I don't know what number um, it says the circle of the earth. Well, mm-hmm. this is the circle of the earth. Okay. The earth is a circle, not a sphere. They don't use the word planet. Uh, that's it. So, so am I religious? <clears throat> I'm not religious, but I, uh, when I discovered that the earth uh, is created and not a random accident, then I realized there's a creator mm. and everything changed from there. And uh, I used to be, li- I could listen to a podcast and got pages of notes. Like this is great stuff, whatever was on conspiracy on, on the money system on health. And then all of a sudden the, the person will uh, want to say a prayer or mention the Bible or mm. the, you know, the Quran. I'd rip up the pages. I'd unsubscribe and I'd never listen to them again. Cause he's a religious kook. Right. Mm-hmm. But now my co-host is like a, is a strong Bible guy. So I, I do the Flutters podcast and Matt Long from Woke Down. He's like a really strong Bible guy. It's fascinating, fascinating yeah. stuff. Fascinating. I was, I was, I didn't get into the flat earth thing at all until I got started getting more into the Bible. And I, I just read Genesis and you know, I've read the Bible three or four times, but I've started it in 10 or 12 different versions because I love Genesis and I've read Genesis one through three many, many times. And I, I kind of thought, I mean, I I listen to a lot of podcasts. I heard you on uh, Owen Benjamin and a few, and I've seen you on, I'm friends with Alex Stein, uh, conspiracy castle. So I've seen you talk about this stuff and really it's the biblical stuff that really, I mean, cause I believe in God, no matter what, 
Uh, but I realized right. that in scripture, it, it, it doesn't really point to this modern heliocentral thing at all. Right. Do you have my app yet? I have, I, that's what I was going to ask about you about. It. I know some people in the chat do. So why don't you talk to us about it? How'd you develop it? And what, you know, can you uh, enable screen sharing while I talk so I can share it? You have to enable. Oh screen yeah, sure. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, we got it. We're good. All right. So, uh, and, I, and I'll go over it and I, I developed the app for myself because I'd be explaining flat earth to people and they'd be like, what do you mean? The tropic of cancer and what do you, what do you mean? And, and I have to describe it. So I made the app and I made it and I had it on my phone just on the, on test flight and I'd show it to people and they're like, wow, where can I get that app? I'm like, Oh, well, it's not available. And so then I ended up making it available and then it turned into a thing. And I was like, you know what? I could add this. I could add that. And I added tons of information for it. Then the, the apocalypse really kicked in the, the YouTube censorship apocalypse. Yeah. And so then I figured out, you know what? I can feed people videos on this. I can, I can feature stuff. So, um, you know, over here is the featured video of the day. Every day, a new video shows up here, short ones during the week, longer ones on the weekend. And I tell people just take uh, the Flat Earth app challenge, watch one video a day for two weeks, mm. and you could too can lose the respect of your friends and family. <laughs> for those it's of you like, just listening, it's, it says Elon Musk lies. Yeah, well, that's cool. today's video. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> great. It's a short one. And, and uh, you know, Elon Musk lies is kind of a redundant sentence. Okay because it has the word Elon Musk in it and lies. So you really don't need to pair them up. So let me explain what I'm going to, for those people that are learning about the, the flat earth a little bit, I'm going to give you a two minute tutorial, show you how seasons work, show you what the app does. It's called the flat earth, sun, moon, and Zodiac clock app. And uh, it works great. So wherever the sun is, it's noon right now. You can't see the moon very well. It's right behind the sun because we're having a new moon. But the sun goes around once every 24 hours. The sun is the hour hand on the clock, right? So, you know, the controller said, hey, we're giving them clocks, but let's make the hour hand go around twice a day because they might figure it out if we, let it, if we show them that it only goes around once a day. So if you look, wherever the, clock, wherever the, the sun is, it's noon. And the sun goes a little faster than the moon, so it laps the moon once every 28 times around. Okay. Make sense. Mm -hmm. So the sun keeps track of the hours and the days. Yeah. The moon keeps track of the weeks and the months. And if I turn on the stars, the stars circle around just slightly faster than the sun and they keep track of the seasons and the years. So because they're going slightly faster, they only lap the sun once a year. So the sun will move into the Zodiac that's behind it every month. It'll be in another Zodiac because those Zodiacs are catching up. So the sky is a perfect clock. It has, you know, these, I call it the wheels in the sky keep on turning, right? And they repeat and we know where the stars are going to be. We know that tonight, if you go out and look where the stars are in the sky, go out the same time next year, same night, the stars will be in the exact same place, which is impossible in the helio nonsensical system. Hmm. If I turn on the, um, the, the world time, it shows you what time it is everywhere else in the world. It shows you all 24 time zones. Wherever it's noon, so like right now, it's uh, 9 a.m. in Australia, 10 a.m., sun's approaching, 11 a.m. in eastern Australia, and bam, it's noon in eastern Australia. So it shows you, it, it shows you just you know, how all of these time zones work, and it works perfectly. It shows you where the moon is in the sky. Any questions? How did you develop it? 
how'd you actually, you know, not just the app building, but how do you, what do you do to access this information if you don't have an app? You just look it up online and, and there's websites. It, well, it's a lot harder. The, the, the <laughs> app really, really, like if you want to learn Flat Earth on your own, it's going to take you 10 hours a day for a year if you don't give up from all the nonsense that you find, if you don't get confused, right? But the app will literally just feed you the good stuff so you're able to make up your own mind. You might find some stuff on the app to go, eh, I don't know about that. So just discount it, discount it, throw it out and go to the next one. Um, it shows you how, how everything works. So let's talk about seasons for a second, okay? So I, I want you to imagine this. Imagine two planes that are 10,000 feet in the air. One of them is flying and they're flying parallel with each other, okay? One of the is directly over your head and the other one is 40 miles to your left mm -hmm. okay and they're they're flying parallel the one over your head is pretty high in the sky it's flying right over you right it's high in the sky the other one is lower in the sky off to the side kind of like our sun is now in the north our sun is off to the side and it's down lower in the sky it's high point for the day is low okay in the summer, the sun will be high. So this inner yellow line is the Tropic of Cancer, and this outer yellow line is the Tropic of Capricorn. You guys can see my mouse, right? Yes. You see my mouse? Yeah. So the outer yellow line is the Tropic of Capricorn. So on December 21st, the sun is over the Tropic of Capricorn, and right now it's already coming back in. And by June 21st, it'll be over the Tropic of Cancer, and it'll be like that first plane that was flying over our head. Closer to us, higher in the sky. And that's why it's our summer, because it's closer to us and higher in the sky for longer periods of time versus farther away. Now, the outer southern lands will be having their winter because the sun's far away. And the sun's right now, it's close to Australia. They're having the heat of their summer. We're having our winter because it's far away from us. It's that simple. So it moves me? in a circle. It moves in a circle. The sun just goes around and around over the earth and it migrates in between those tropics every six months, you know, December 21st, it's on the outer circle. And then on March 21st, it's over the red line, which is the equator. June 21st, it comes over the Tropic of Capricorn, which is on the inside, right? I could jump it in. Right. So there it is. It's a, that's June. And then, you know, July, August, September, and it's back out over the equator again, you know, uh, October and November. It's, you know, all working its way back out there in December. Bam. It's back out for the outer southern hemiplanes winter. All right. So if I hit the question mark, up comes all of the questions that you have. So when you want your Bitcoin, <laughs> cool. check here first. Check here first. <laughs> Because you, you, you'll be like, well, what about gravity? You know, what about gravity? You can click that or, or uh, you know, what about southern flights? Or um, where does the sun go? Okay. Uh, or why the lie, right? Why the lie? If I click why the lie, up come a list of videos that YouTube won't serve you. Okay. These ones will be hard to find. I mean, you might be able to find them. Sometimes you search these by their actual name and channel name and they still won't show up. So that'll answer all of your questions. What about satellites and GPS? Bam, you hit that. If you hit the little web button, it brings you to this page. Yeah. Uh, this is, have you looked into mud floods yet? I, there's a person that I'm going to hit up to get on the show. Yeah, talk to me about it if you, yeah. if you know some stuff. Bottom right, 
mud floods, right? That, that picture there, it's hard, hard to see, but that's them excavating the transcontinental railroad, not building it, excavating it, okay? So there was a civilization here, I believe, as far as the late 1800s, that we basically, we had a takeover. That's what I was interviewing Ruth about. I was interviewing her about the World's Fairs, which was literally the handover or the takeover of the old world. And there's so much information in there. Right next to that biblical flat earth, tons of videos. You'll love them all. Watch them all. Bring food and water. You'll be there for a long time. And then mm. next to that, debunking the debunkers. There's your, you know, not Professor Dave and, and uh, PSYOP man Dan. Um, we take their videos. Or if you, you know, people say, I'm going to prove the earth is a globe. Top 10 reasons the earth, we know the earth is a globe. And it comes up with the same stupid stuff that we've been going over again and again. Well, we take those videos and break them down for you. And we just show you this is why. You know, and and you, we are brainwashed into believing um, certain things. So all of that stuff is in here. You got the globe earth calculator, the curve, the, I call it the mythical curve calculator. So if you're looking at something and you know how far away it is, you can put, put in your observer height and how far it is. And you should know how much of a wall of water or land should be in between you. But again, you can see it. Tons of stuff there, different languages for people that need videos in other languages. Um, does a ton of other stuff. If you go into settings, Sweet. you can change the backgrounds, right? You could pick different backgrounds have it pick a different background for you every time you go in um, you go down and you can get cool t-shirts so you can sub you know subtly flat smack your friends and family just by wearing a shirt you know maybe like this one <laughs> okay you live here i was going to ask you it's about a conversation about... it's a conversation starter you yeah. can also share and gift the app um and uh, it does a whole bunch of other things. You can hide you can hide all things that you don't want to use, customize it in all different ways. A lot of fun. And cool. Um, it's basically the only way or the fastest way. It's not the only way. You know, you can go while you read other books and watch other people's videos. It's just hard to find them all. So I feature all sorts of stuff on the app. Wow. I, so I was going to – I laughed when you said the word flat smack. I, uh, we were watching some videos. Uh, do you know who Frankie B. Flat is? I heard, I know the name. <laughs> well, you know, he's a guy that goes up to people in the street, basically. And, and he also yeah, yeah. does it with people that do his, you know, fix his refrigerator and stuff like that. And he flat smacks them. Yeah. Um, but I what I, everybody. yeah. So I, what I was wondering about is, you know, every, per, every single person's different. Uh, everyone's going to have a different argument or even, you know, most people are convinced by either emotions or nostalgia. Most, no, no, no. I have to correct you. Okay. Nobody has a different argument. They all have the same stupid arguments. Well, I'm not even talking about the people that are necessarily claiming it's a globe. It's the people that are listening are good people. They're open-minded, but they just don't know because the programming's strong. I mean, that's kind of a little exactly. bit. It's a, not. I think that I believe there's a we're on a flat stationary Earth, but also I'm susceptible, like I said earlier, because I, I default to people that. Like, I don't even think it's good They that sound like they know what they're talking about, you know? So, like, just you're a, a person that's a good person. They're listening, but they're like, I don't know. Like, how do you what how do you approach someone in love without, you know, being so being aggressive and turning them off, so to speak? I grab them by their neck. I hold them <laughs> until they can't breathe until they're about to lose consciousness. That's, yeah, that's say, a good Give answer. me your one proof of the globe. I say, I will let go of your throat when you give me one proof, proof of the globe. And so far, I've killed every single person I've nice, tried that dude. on because that's nobody the way to can win. give me yeah. a single proof. 
I mean, and, and getting rid of Globers isn't the worst thing in the world. I mean, if you're not willing to learn, you're really just, a, you know, wasting space here on oh, Earth. Oh, that's funny. That's very, very funny. <laughs> so you just do it to everyone, though. I, I do it to, well, no. I What I do is, um, I'm, I, you know, you, you're a flat earther. Are you, are you public about it but with uh-huh. people in your town? Okay, so you're. So I try you're, to not. I try to talk to people in real life as little as possible. <laughs> I right, talk right, right. So, most so of my thing, here. but I'm open well, about it on, well, on my channel. Yeah. Most people, the most flat earthers, it's changing because I've convinced people that you can be public, but most people are very quiet about it. They're in the closet. So you might be a flat earther, you know, wishing you had some flat earth friends, and your next door neighbor might be a flat earther, and mm. you wouldn't even know it because they're in the closet also. Me, I'm different. I'm out there. Uh, all my friends know it. Uh, they're just starting to come around. I'm getting calls from people, you know, that, that I haven't seen in 20, 30 years. And they're like, Dave, I saw you on the Charlie Ward show. Holy crap. It was, you know, and uh, the earth is flat and it's, it's finally happening. It's really happening. People are waking up. So it's awesome. What's better than finding another flat earther that's, you know, a personal friend or close by or a family member not nothing's better than it's that it's quite right? nice yeah on, on a, on a lot nice. of issues yeah like, yeah, I, like so, a, no so, masker so, you know the virus like meeting especially in the last year meeting someone that is not is not mainstream on viruses is is awesome yeah, <laughs> Breath of fresh yeah air. it's yeah. amazing so uh, so again uh you know the flat earth is such an important topic because hmm. the flat earth is how they get away with what they've gotten away with. So they want us to believe that we live in this heliocentric model where nothing exploded, created everything, you know, lightning struck, turned into an amoeba, turned into a monkey, turned into a human. And you're, you're a random accident flying through infinite space, lost, spinning out of control where an asteroid can take you at any time versus you are at the center of creation. You're in a created world uh, that was created for you, that nobody has dominion over you, that you have um free will and that you can create you know the life that you want and nobody can stop you um unless you give your free will away i believe that our journey here our soul's journey is our our life goal is not to lose lose control of our soul our soul has a mission and we have to try to honor that and align it rather than sell our soul many people have sold their souls for whatever fame fortune power or, or just nonsense. And, uh, you know, that's not, a, that's not a fun place to be. So that's our goal here. And, and, you know, if you live in a heliocentric world, you could find God and say, God created the whole solar system and all the worlds and everything. So you live in a world where there's a distant God or a, an omnipresent God across an amazing, huge universe. My, my co-host Matt Long says, um, how do you dilute something? You know, how do you dilute God? Well, you pour him into something bigger, like infinite space. Okay. And so that, that's diluting God at best, right? Mm. If not eliminating God. So now there's lots of people that are like, Hey, you know, it, there could be a God, but there also couldn't be a God. That's where they want us. They want us not knowing. Here's the thing. You know how God, you like, how come God doesn't just show us something, you know, make something like, give me the hammer and I can say this, you know, this is the proof of God, but God wants us, you know, figuring it out ourselves. But there's a verse in the Bible, I forget what it's called, but basically it says that once you see my creation, you can't, you can no longer deny my existence. 
So once you see the flat earth and understand that it was created, you can no longer deny the existence of God. And when there's no more excuse for possibly denying God, everything changes. Well, the evil cabal doesn't want that because if everybody couldn't deny God, the whole world would change overnight. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that, you know, regardless, it's like God or your religion is supposed to be number one in almost almost all cases. And it seems like people, even if they believe in God, they place science and space above it. I mean, it's literally bigger to them. They, it, it, right. they think that's literally physically bigger, but it, it, that is that's very bothersome. I discovered the flat earth and then I, and then I realized the implications of it. I'm like, well, what difference does it make? I still have to go to work tomorrow. Well, guess what? I don't have to go to work tomorrow and everything's changed. And I understand that this place is created and I've taken my power back and I've unplugged from the matrix and uh, it's amazing. I mean, mm. I think that, you know, people that are depressed are mostly depressed because they've lost their journey with their soul. They've lost, they're spinning out of control. They don't know where they are. They don't know who they are. They don't know what they are. And they're lost. And it's depressing. Like in the documentary, The Matrix with Keanu Reeves, where he was kind of depressed, you know, mm. he was depressed. Like, cause something, he, something was missing. He couldn't figure it out. He finally figured it out and he took his power back, right? Look at the mate, look at Keanu, go watch the original matrix. Keanu hiding in his apartment and then Keanu at the end, he took his power back. Well, when you understand what the earth is and who you are, you become the Keanu at the end of that movie. Do you, uh, do you consider yourself a conspiracy theorist? Conspiracy theorists. So do you believe that two or more people conspire for their own benefit at any time? Yeah, that's why I'm a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, so no, no, no. You're not a conspiracy theorist. Oh, okay. Two or more people conspiring is a conspiracy. It's not a theory. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. not a theory. You want to know the biggest conspiracy theory in the world? The biggest, most ridiculous one ever? The official story of 9-11. That's the official. Oh, yeah. That's the conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because there's no proof of it. It's complete and total nonsense. It's, it's so just dumb. a theory. And, and it's nonsense. Yep. So conspiracy theory, like flat earther, are weaponized terms. Mm. Okay. So I'm a conspiracy analyst. Analyst. Cool. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I went through a thing with labels a while back. And I just started owning them. I mean, I know that conspiracy theorists might be I, I a pejorative. Agree. I, I agree. You know, and I just say I, I am. Just like there's these labels. I mean, it's Christians, one of them as well. I mean, a lot most Christians out there just aren't. But that doesn't mean the word doesn't have a meaning. I do agree with you on conspiracy theorists because it's always just a theory. And it implies that the, the mainstream story is the great is like the is 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 correct. And it never is, yo. It never, right. ever is. It's always this laughable joke of a thing, you know? What are you showing us now? You got, what is this? The, is this a wormhole behind you? What is that? Is it a disco ball? Doesn't it look like, it looks like a wormhole, right? <laughs> that is the, the star Arcturus, okay? Looked at through a P900 super zoom camera. Does that look like a burning ball of gas nine trillions and trillions of miles away no that's right there with it all the looks Earth like it's system. in the system i was saying it before you got it, on i mean the moon looks like it's in the system look at it you it, can see almost every yeah. detail of it so this is another another star this one is um a, a capella right it's got secret geometry and colors in it and then the sirius this one uh, another amazing star all of these things are within the earth system if you believe in astrology which is the real science 
it makes no sense in a heliocentric distant bodied universe solar system. But if all of these things are within the earth system and they're electric and magnetic in nature and, and they're connected to us, you know, the earth is electric. We're electric. The stars are electric. The sun is electric. Think about this. If you got a uh, um, two houseplants, right? You know, nice little green houseplants. You put one in front of a fire and one in front of a fluorescent light. Which one's going to grow and which one's going to shrivel up and die? The natural one, right? <laughs> like the the one in, no, the one in front of the fluorescent light in will front grow. Of it, yeah, yeah. The one in front of the fire, you know, which represents a burning ball sun, is going to shrivel up and die. So, you know, do you know that scientists don't know how solar panels work? Mm-mm. They have this made-up theory. It, yeah. They go, well, the photon hits here and knocks the boron molecule out, which jumps, you know, and creates a current. No, it doesn't. Solar panels pick up electricity coming from the sun. The sun is just like a big Tesla coil, and it's just collecting that electricity. It's so simple that people can't see it. It's right in front of their faces, right? So the sun and the moon are part of the Earth battery system. Yeah. You got to check out the, the channel LC King, right? LC King. He, he talks about the, the galvanic earth battery system where, you know, cool. the salt water carries the currents. The continents are the salt bridge of the battery. The sun and the moon are the anode and cathode. And it's amazing how he ties it all together. And, and it's, it's pretty, pretty cool stuff. L.C. King, I'm looking it up right now. But L.C. King, yeah. So the, so the argument is that it's everything we're looking at, every celestial body's inside of the firmament. Every everything that we see is within the Earth system, not the soul lure system. Something's trying to lure our souls away from us by making us feel insignificant and lost and willing to give up our souls. Think of souls as, I don't know, as something the most desirable thing that and that that good and evil want. They want our souls, and we're given souls and that live within us and evil wants to steal your soul. Okay. There's so many songs about stealing your soul and, and it's all about, you know, not selling your soul. You have free will. You're free, you're free to sell your soul, but I don't recommend it. Hmm. If you look out on a full moon night, when there's spotted clouds, you'll see that this moon is lighting up just the clouds that are near the moon. And all the other clouds are pitch black. If you're out, like you have to be away from city lights to see this. If the moon was 238,000 miles away, it would light up all the clouds, right? If this is the cloud deck and the, I have a light up here, it's going to light them all up. But if I bring that light all the way down here, it's only going to light up these clouds right here. Interesting. Yeah. So, so the because moon it's lower. only lights up the clouds that are right next to it. Hmm. So here's the other thing. You know, you know about triangulation, like somebody's lost and they have a radio and you could triangulate and find them, right? You have two, two other people, you can <clears throat> use computers, yep. whatever, mm-hmm. and, and triangulate. So if you have three, three people can find each other using triangulation. So you have something that you're trying to triangulate on. And this is how GPS works, okay? But if you have a third or fourth or fifth point that are all triangulating, you can get even a tighter calculation on where that thing is. The more points you have that can triangulate, the the tighter that calculation is. So that's a physical object that we're trying to find. We're using triangulation, and the more points we have to zero in on it, the closer and uh, more accurate of a spot we can find, right? Mm-hmm. So 
if you and I were, you know, 50 miles apart, 100 miles apart, 1,000 miles apart, whatever, and we're looking at the moon and we know exactly how far we are from each other, so we have a lake between our feet, and we say, all right, look at the moon, and we, we look at the, um, let's say you, the moon is directly above you, 90 degrees above you, and we also know how far away I am, and then I could calculate the angle to the moon, we can do, you know, a quick um, formula of what's that Pythagorean theorem and calculate how far the moon is, right? Right. Mm-hmm. We, we can calculate the moon's position. Yeah. Right? Like, have, I don't, using geometry. Yeah, using, using geometry, the, 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 we can calculate the yeah. position. Now, if we added a third or fourth or fifth person to that, it should make it tighter. But the more people you add to it, the worse the calculation goes farther off. And that's because we all see the moon and the sun and the things in the sky rendering in a position unique to our own position. Well, you're like, Dave, how the hell can that be? And I'm, I'm going to give you a little a scenario. Big empty room. And we divide the room in half with a thin blue sheet, like a bed sheet, okay? We've divided it completely in half. And you and I are on one side of the room looking at the sheet. We're 10 feet apart, okay? And the room is pitch black. What can we see? Nothing. Nothing, right? It's pitch black. There's no light. On the far side of the room, on the other side of the sheet, we have a bright, we have a light on 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 the wall, a bright round light, and we turn it on. What's going to happen? That entire sheet lights up blue, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like the sky. Yep. Now, if the, the sheet's a little sheer, right? You can see the light through, you can see the source of that light through the sheet, right? So there's a bright spot on the sheet for you where the light is, correct? Yeah, the light will be so distributed, would, but you'll be able to tell where the source of the light you'll is. You'll be able to see the bright spot, the projector of that light. You'll yes. see that, right? And so you'll see... Um, that so you have a third person walk up to the sheet and you say I see the light right there and they put a little X with a sharpie on the sheet okay then they ask me where I see that light my X is going to be ten feet away from your X I'm going to see that light in a completely different place so perhaps again we're speculating that the real sun is above the firmament and it's being projected into our reality and we all see it we all have our personal relationship with the sun you know like if we're both at the edge of the water watching the sunset. The sun walks on the water all the way to your feet, and I'm 100 feet to your left. You don't see the sun walking on the water to my feet, but and I don't see it going to your feet, but that line goes to your feet just for you. Hmm. Okay? So, so what is the, what is the see- argument against this? Like, have you ever presented this to these uh- – to the Globers, and what do they say about they, this? They, they, they won't even address it. They won't address it. They won't even address it. I would they'll love leave, to see you in a live debate, man. You know, would you, if yeah, you... They, it, they, it, they, here, here's the thing. The live debates, you have these globe trolls that just argue nonsense and, and calculations, and they won't admit that there's no physical curve. And they, they say when you can, when, when something, when a building is hidden, you know, the bottom part of a building is hidden, that's because of curvature. But when you can see it, on another day, it's because of refraction. That's the, their arguments are retarded. Um, but then, then on top of that, the real scientists, not the real scientists, the one, the puppets that are out there indoctrinating the world, they will not talk to us. And then occasionally we'll find somebody that, that's like a you know, college professor, you know, some indoctrinated guy, and he's like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. And they either they show up unprepared and they completely short circuit or they start studying and they're like, huh, I've never looked into this. And then they cancel and they won't do it because right. they, don't want to lose, they don't want to lose their funding. Interesting. So I wanted to ask you about the the lunar wave. Have you ever looked into this? Like I've seen a couple of people have captured it on the, what do you think that is? 
Crow Triple Seven. He's the one that yeah. first caught it, and he called it the Lunar Wave. Uh, I I don't know. You know, it's proved. We know what it's not. We know it's not just the video frame refreshing because we've proved that because he moved the camera out. You know, where the wave was out of it and it caught up to the camera again. They always come in pairs of two. Other people have filmed them. They filmed them now on other planets. I think they might even have got it on the sun. Um, it could be anything. You know what? If you you know, it could be. It could. I don't know what it could be. It could be a ripple in the water. It could be a refreshing of our friggin' simulation. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but if you look at it, when it goes over the moon, it's like looking through a water when a wave goes over it because everything, you know, magnifies, it's, you know, just like a wave would. It magnifies and changes it. So maybe it's just a, a, a wave, a wake in the water caused by something. I don't know. You know about the go fast rocket, right? Mm-mm. So, so if you watch any NASA rocket or a SpaceX rocket, these things go up, they curve out, they go right over the sea, over the Bermuda Triangle, and then you're watching a cartoon on TV within seconds, within a minute, and uh, it's non, you know, they're they're not, there's nobody ever on those things. But in Arizona, these amateurs sent this rocket up, and it went up super fast, spinning around and around and around. It went up 73 miles, and all of a sudden. It stopped spinning and it hit something. It went into something viscous, not as thick as water, but it went kerplunk. I was just going to ask you noise. about this. Yeah. Okay. So I've, yeah. I've seen this video. I didn't know what the name of it was. Yeah. So you heard the noise. It's kind of like a dropping a stone into a pond. It went kerplunk. And then it just started floating kind of weirdly. And then when, it, when the camera turned on its side and it looked across, it could see the moon. This is the moon going over. Okay. Like, ah, that's interesting. It's, it looks small, but that's the moon. And we looked at, the, and if you look at the horizon, it's kind of, kind of flat. Um, and we looked at where the moon was, and the moon was over Australia at that time. Okay, Arizona, Australia. Draw a line from Arizona to Australia. It goes right through the center of the Earth, almost. Mm. Right. So there's no way that could have seen the moon. The the moon is going through thousands of miles of Earth. You know, curvature would be in the way, but we could see it simply because we're looking across across the earth plane. The reason you can't see it when you're on the ground is because it's so far away, everything just merges into the horizon. If you look at the clouds over your head, they're way over your head, 30 miles away, they're touching the water, 30 miles, okay? And also when you're on the ground looking across, it's not clear like this. It's not clear. It's, it's, uh, it's you know, the thickness of the air hides, um, you know, it can block even sunlight. Dang, here's that's a, really here's a drone shot. Yeah, so that's the sun backing this, up, right? This one? Yeah. Super, super clear day. The sun was way up here, and it was in five minutes' time. It went down, 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 right? Just like it should because the earth is spinning, right? And then all of a sudden, it got to this apparent horizon, and it stopped. It stopped. For 10 minutes, it sat there. Now, this is super sped up, okay? It sat there for 10 minutes, right? If the Earth was spinning, it would, it would have to keep going at 15 degrees per hour. It literally sat there, and then it just fades away. Here, I'll show it again a little yeah. farther out, right? It just sits there, and it fades away. Super clear day. It's because the light can't push through that much, that much atmosphere. And so the sun is still there. It's just too far away to see. Amazing, right? It's very, I mean, I just want to. Seven different times. And my friends that were at the beach, they saw the sunset from the bottom up 10 minutes earlier. From the bottom up? 
Well, you know, when the sun, you know, when the sun goes below, you know, it, it goes below like that, right? So mm -hmm. the bottom of the sun, if this is the sun, oh, I it see. just sets. Yeah, yeah. It sets like that. But in reality, it's just going away and setting like that. Okay. But the, this, 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 this horizon that they're seeing is an atmospheric deck of opacity or trees in the distance, you know, trees on land just 10 miles across look like they're at your eye level, but they're really a hundred feet over your head. And the sun just goes beyond them and sets. It's pretty clear. Here's a, here's a, a, an illustration. You got these clouds. They're all the same height. But over 20, 30 miles, the clouds literally merge with the horizon. Well, the sun is just going beyond it. And as the sun is going this way, it, it kind of sets from the bottom up and, you know, and it hits this one. And that one's going to disappear from the bottom up. And then it hits this one. And it goes beyond our ability to see. This just is an opaque line that, has, that, that is the sky and the ground meeting. And the sun just goes beyond it. That opaque line is way over your head, but it looks like it's at arm's length. And it just goes away. Like that. So is, is it? How is does it, the sunset uh, hit the question mark in the app? How does the sunset? Tons of videos that show all of this. This is the like the first or second video on my channel, DITRH. If you go watch this, that this this sunset video, you'll see how it works. So is the theory then that it's 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 going in a circle, like going back in a big circle around? It's going in a big circle. In the summer, it makes smaller circles, and in the winter, it makes faster, bigger circles. It still takes one day to go around but it goes around once a day in the summer it's making smaller circles mm -hmm. like you and showed on your app winter it's making bigger circles mm. so it's farther away at that point that's what makes it colder um how does farther away good so it's just going to different parts it's going around the entire world that's how night happens when it goes far far enough away, it's darkness, and at that point, it's around the other side of the planet, or the. Do you call it a planet? I call it a plane. A, Just a take plane. the T off. It's interesting. The word plane and then a T kind of looks like a cross or something. I don't know. Maybe there's some connection there. Hmm. Wow. Well, I, I don't know. I have a question from the chat. It says, "If we were to approach the sun, would we get hot, or is the heat caused by by the atmosphere?" Is the sun the source question. of heat? You know, we send balloons up. When we, when we send a balloon up to 120,000 feet, the sun is always off to the side. And it kind of looks like it's almost at the same height as the, as the balloon. It's never over the balloon. It's always off to the side. So, and then, so, so think about this. There's the sun right there. It's not 93 million miles away. And then people are way, way, way down there. Is that how you see the sun? Like when you're at the beach, is the sun that far away? No way. It's way closer. So, so when, when I showed you that, that image of the, of the clouds, right? The clouds aren't that high, five, 10,000 feet, whatever they are. And that moon looks like they're right, really it's like right there. just above the clouds. Well, yeah. planes fly higher than clouds. So here's the cloud rendering right here. You're, in a, you're on the earth. You get in an airplane. You take off. You go up. Guess what? The moon goes up to. You're driving down the road. The moon follows you. Okay. So do you it think renders that in a in a and and the higher you go, the the less that you know. I don't think the moon can go up forever. You you get up to a certain height, it's not going to go up any higher. But the interesting thing is, when you're up that high, the moon turns into a little tiny dot. Every time we're up there, we film the moon. It's a tiny dot. It's oh. never big, because 
it's being projected into the thickness of the atmosphere. So it comes out bigger. I don't know. You know, when the moon is new moon, no one has ever seen it for almost two full days. Once it goes new, no one has ever seen it. The earth shine should light up the moon because the moon lights up the earth and the earth is six times bigger. The earth shine, because when there's a new moon from your view from the moon, it's a full earth, full sunlight earth. It should light up the moon. You should be able to see it with an infrared camera from an airplane, from the space station, if that was a thing. But no one's ever seen it. So is the moon even there when there's a new moon? It is, and how is it that the – don't they – haven't they said that the – like why do we always see the same face of the moon? Is it, it – it's it rotating exactly the same at all the time? Is, is the moon a sphere? Supposedly. Is that a sphere? Is that a sphere? I don't know. I, I can't see the other side of it. Yeah, I was well, just going to say that. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that one a sphere? No. I mean, the, the first not? one's not. I Are mean, you sure that's not a sphere? I can't tell because I can't see the other side of it. Is it a sphere? Mm, circle. Nope. Is this, a, is this a sphere? Is that a sphere? You can't. You literally can't tell. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right. So So we don't know. We don't know. I don't think the moon that we see is a physical thing. Maybe the, it, it might be, but I don't know how it hangs in the sky unless, you know, let's talk about gravity for a second. You know, up and down are the only true directions, left, right, forward, backwards, you know, are relative depending on where you're standing, where you're looking, but down is down, up is up, no matter where you are on the earth, you know, uh, and if the earth was a ball up is down in Australia. Yeah. That's really so, weird. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. You know, in gravity, I can jump, but in Australia, it could hold cruise ships and trillions of tons of water upside down you know, on a spinning ball. It makes no sense. The earth, everything, the only forces in this earth are electric and magnetic. The earth is measurably electric. It has a negative charge to it. That negative charge it, it attracts things to it. Okay. It has, it's a weak force that just attracts things to it. Very weak. Just like they say gravity is a weak force, but they don't know what it is. Well, it's the electric, electric static charge of the earth. And then buoyancy and density sort everything out. I can drop a basketball through the air. It'll fall through the air because it's more dense in the air and it'll land in the pool, but it'll stay on top of the water because it's less dense than the water. Okay. It knows to go down because earth says, Hey, this is the charge down. You ever see those uh, triangle, uh, the um, tinfoil things, then they electrify them and they float up in the air because they're changing the electric charge potential. Just put Google on YouTube later. Um, electric anti-gravitic tinfoil triangle, it'll come up. And uh, it's because you're charging it and it's changing its electrical charge and it floats. So it, it's, it, it all has to do with electric charge. Also, it may be, maybe the rapture, you know, I don't know. I'm not a Bible guy. Maybe the earth turns off its electrical charge and everyone gets raptured. Mm. <laughs> float up in the air. There's, there's people that believe that that happens during these changeover events or mud floods. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of, lot of things that, are, that we don't know the answer to. And there's lots of uh, evidence that they have happened. I think yeah. that we're going, you know, they're trying to do the great reset. Well, I think there's a reset like every hundred years. Like uh, what kind? I mean, they're talking about it right now, well, right? Uh, well, a hundred years ago, 1918, all the boys were coming back from the war and they were all sick. And we were told that they were all sick because they were in these foreign lands. So 
uh, that they said that, you know, unless you want to kill our heroes, you all need to get vaccinated. But 1918, everybody was wearing masks and everybody was getting vaccinated and they blamed it on the Spanish flu. And there was a mass die off. Okay. I don't know. Kind of sounds coincidentally similar to me. Yeah, I mean, one of we talked about the dominoes falling earlier. One of the first ones to fall for me was so-called evolution. The, you know how oh, yeah. they can like them. You know, I've seen plenty of debates on it. I've read three or four books on it, and just evolution as it's presented is just ridiculous. Like you that know, a species totally, can grow from another species. It's come on, right? I know, except there is like one, you know, we've always been looking for that missing link and I just thought it never existed. And then I came across Alex Stein. I'm like, you know, maybe we have to reconsider this evolution thing because he might be the missing link. Yeah, <laughs> I got to get that guy back on the show. He's been on a couple times, I think. Really good guy. How often do you do his show? Do his show? Yeah, you you go on his stream a lot, right? No, he goes on. Uh, we do a stream together. Oh, him, okay. Uh, Jaren, Jaren is, um, we do a Thursday afternoon show, him, oh. Jaren, and I. And it's just a hangout for people. We, we really don't, we don't take it seriously. We, we, I mean, we take it seriously. We just have fun. We talk about stuff and people are in the chat. It's literally therapy because there's so many people that are out there that are alone that have nobody to talk to. Like we have this one caller that started calling in two weeks ago. Uh, who, when he got us, he literally had a meltdown and almost started crying. He's in his car. He's freaking out. Wow. He's so happy. He, he's like, I'm the only one at my work. He works in a factory or something. And he's the only one that won't wear a asset. He's the only man in that place, you know, real man that will not wear a mask. And he's the crazy one. But in yeah. reality, it's he's sick, the same man. one. I know the world is the world is insane. Yeah, I didn't know that so, that was a, that was a um, a collaboration show. I just seen it pop up all the time on uh, on his yeah, Instagram. Thursday afternoons yeah. are around three p.m. Eastern, give or take, and we go. We try to go for two or three hours. We end up going for four hours usually, um, and cool. it, it's just 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 some fun. Yeah, I mean, so do you do this? Is this your uh, full time job? Do you is this what you do with your time? It's, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I I gave up my own company. I had the American dream. I you know I went mm. from corporate America. I started uh, my own company. I was making a very very healthy salary, um, and with massive potential. And I walked away from it all because I realized that the the world is sleeping, and if we don't wake up soon, there's going to be nothing left. Nothing will matter, and and so. People say, well, you know, with all the stuff going on in the world, why, why are you talking about the shape of the earth? It's not the shape of the earth. It's a lie. Because if you're lost in space, spinning out of control, you really can't make the proper decisions that you can make. If everyone woke up to flat earth tomorrow, okay, all governments would shut down. All space agencies would shut down. All universities would shut down. Everything would have to reset. Everything. And it would be the greatest reset, not the great reset. Hmm. It'd be nice if NASA went away, man. I mean, it's just so much money, so much lies, and it's this foundation myth stuff where and people, the power power needs some things to be true that are false to control people. Right. Right. And NASA doesn't get the sixty-five million dollars a day. They're just yeah. taking that from us. From us, money. It, NASA doesn't need money because the people that control the money, uh, you know, have made up NASA. So they just type numbers into a computer. NASA goes, "Oh, you know what? We need to fake it out. We need to buy this stuff from all these other companies, so they think they're working on a rocket program, and we need uh, uh, eight hundred and fifty million dollars. And all they do is type into a computer, transfer eight hundred and fifty digits to this place, 
and uh, and then they'll give us the hard goods. It's just all nonsense. Money is uh, imaginary. That's what got me into conspiracies when I started trying to figure out what the hell money was. Yeah, it's very, and, and these big things that you call them great resets or whatever. They always center around fin- restructuring of finance. Like 1913, yeah. World War One, World War II, 19, uh, 1871 after the Civil War. I mean, that's a lot. Like when I, what I've looked into about the mud floods is people say that it was something in like the 1850s to 1890s era. And that's when a lot of financial restructuring was happening. It can go back to the Vatican, you know, the, the royal family. It's a big, our big web, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, man. So I don't know. So what was your company before? Like, what did you do? What was your actual, um, like what, what field was it? Was it in before you got in this? So so I worked, uh, I worked for a solar power integrator and, uh, and I, uh, kind of, uh, excelled there. Then the company was sold and, uh, the company that sold it closed down the commercial division that I had helped start. So myself, another uh, guy from there, and uh, one of the original founders, we started our own solar comp- solar commercial solar development company. Cool. And we were growing. We were becoming uh, the best, the biggest and best in the East Coast here and soon to take over the country. And I walked away from it all. And I left it with my partners who are still running it and uh, and doing well, even during these COVID times. So I, I walked away because I couldn't do both. And, mm. uh, you know, they had problem. They had a problem. One of them had a problem with the truth. Right. God forbid, you know, somebody was in the truth and uh, I I decided to, you know what, it's going to be better if we go separate ways. And I I walked away. Yeah. So you tried to flat smack them, though? No, I didn't because they're they're not they're not ready for truth. (laughs) And uh, and, you know, the the company is still great. And uh, anyone that call, I still get calls from people like, hey, where can I uh, do a commercial solar? And uh, I'll send them right over there because they're the best. Mm. Interesting. So you said, I mean, uh, you said we'd save, you know, still got about 40 minutes left. I don't know how long, if you can go the full two hours, but you you talked about saving why the lie, you know, why I think someone in my discord server worded it pretty, pretty well. Um, who's controlling the narrative and how have they gotten away with it for so long and what do they stand to gain? Well, I kind of said it, you know, it's all they're hiding God. They, because if everybody realized without a doubt that there's a God, everything would change. You know, people are are lost in their nihilistic belief system and they, you know, they're out for they, they, the, the evil in this world wants us to be out for ourselves and be materialistic. You know, nothing wrong with having some material things, you know, we'd, we'd like to have good things, but it's, you know, the God's law is, you know, don't kill anybody, don't steal from anybody, you know, stay out of their face and uh, help your neighbor. And if everybody did that, the world would be a lot better place. But they have us, you know, believing that, you know, we're, we're living in a, you know, a place of where there, where there's limited resources, where uh, their, your actions don't matter. Um, you know, where an asteroid could take you out at any moment, a nuclear bomb could take you out at any moment, which, you know, nuclear bombs don't exist. <laughs> And they just keep us living in fear so we don't realize that our thoughts create this world. And I believe that the rulers of this world um, use us to create the world that they want because maybe they don't even have the ability to do it. So, so the, again, why? It, they have everything to gain. Like If we all wake up, then they lose their power. Yeah. So the, the why, it, it's so clear that... They need to keep us as dumb, lost, insignificant sheeple, you know, on a prison planet. Hmm. 
Yeah, and, and so how do you think it works with uh, – we talked about earlier, like the, the layered scheme of you have your individual to your person, small-time small time school teacher layered all the way up. There must be some overlap. Like what I wonder about is like, there's the people at the top that kind of know everything, and they're, they're willfully doing it, they're, it and they're, they're willfully doing it, and they're evil so-called, but then there's a level under them, but there must be some overlap where there's some people that kind of know, you know, how do you think the power hierarchy works? You know, I I don't know how much overlap there be. There can be literally a fine cut on who knows and who doesn't know, but the people at the top, the, the Royal, these elite bloodlines, they look at us as a different species and we very well might be a different species. They might be, you know, from the extra terra, you know, they might, they might be from the lands beyond Antarctica and they've come here and somehow taken over. Uh, I, I have a theory uh, on my channel. If you, if you search um, the outward flow of civilizations, it's a t- talk I did with Sophia Smallstorm about how, uh, how different suns are born in the center of the earth and they move outwards and the civilizations move outwards yeah. with them. So maybe the advanced civilization that was here before us moved outwards and they're on the outside of Antarctica. Yeah. I'm looking at this right now. Um, yeah, and of course they, they slap a, they slap a Wikipedia thing underneath your video. Of course. Other, every, every one of my videos has a Wikipedia thing underneath <laughs> it. So that's how you can tell it's got good information because it's got a Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so thing. as far as, so, you know, are you kind of talking about the so-called uh, ice wall? Is that what they call it? Yeah, the the, the shoreline. The, the Antarctic shoreline is is what we call the ice wall. It, it's not a wall like the Game of Thrones. It's the shoreline of Antarctica. It's just the shoreline of Antarctica. It's the it's the highest land on Earth. It surrounds the world pond, right? Think of the world as a giant pond, right? A giant lake. And what holds in the water on the lake? It's just the shoreline is the land that's higher than the surface of the water. Well, Antarctica is the highest land on Earth. When you get to Antarctica, the land is 200 feet over your head, all right? We live in the Antarctic Basin, and all of the islands are the continents. The North Pole is at the center. East and west are circles around the center. Did we cover circumnavigation? Not really, no. So, like you, so Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So people say, you know, how do you, uh, what about circumnavigation? Doesn't that prove that, uh, you know, people have gone around the world? Billions of people have gone around the world. Well, that's absolutely true. Billions of people have gone east and west. So here's the flat earth. We have a magnet in the center and the compass needle has to always point to the center. So I'm dead reckoning. Am I going east here or west? I'm going, uh, I'm going east. So 90 degrees is east. 90 degrees going west is a right now. circle. Yeah. I'm going west. Now, so now, going now this east. is east. Yeah. Yeah. It's backwards. It's backwards for me. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I have listexia. So that uh, <laughs> makes, it, makes it very difficult. So east and west are circles around the center magnetic point. Okay. East and west are circles around the, the, west, the, the magnetic center. But that's the same on a flat earth and a, and a ball earth. And if you try to dead reckon without paying attention to your compass, you end up heading south. Every straight line become south that doesn't prove a ball either mm. so interesting every if so you're when in the it center, passes a curtain a certain point the the compass you know the compass always has to point towards the center now if i went south on a ball i should pop up over here 
but no one's ever done that. No one's ever gone from Santiago and popped up in Australia. No one's ever done it. But if the earth was a ball, you should be able to go um, from, from Santiago straight across to Australia. And people go, well, you can't fly across to Antarctica. It's too you know, dangerous and dark and you know, whatever the treaty. So, okay, you just stay at 50 degrees south and you just go around here. And nope, that nobody's ever done. Nobody does that either. Right. When you look at flight routes for um, going from the deep south to the deep south, from Santiago, Chile, if you want to go to Western Australia, you go up here all the way up to the north. You go across the United States and then you dive down. Right. Or if you want to go to Eastern Australia, is that Eastern Australia, Eastern Australia, you go all the way up here, you go all the way over to Europe or to Dubai. And then you go down. That's crazy. But if you look at that on a flat earth, this is the, the, the same chart is there. But if I wanted to go to, to Eastern Australia, I go all the way up across the United States, over to Europe, Dubai, and there. Bam. Is, it's is a there straight a, line. Is there anyone that's ever claimed to have gone past the, the Antarctic, Antarctic edge? Yeah, so the the Guinness Book of World Records gave circumnavigation out to um, I forget the guy's name, but uh, he supposedly supposedly circumnavigated uh, going uh, the South Pole, and the the route that he took is beyond ridiculous. And here it is. So I forget where he started, but basically, you know, here's the North Pole. So. Started, let's say he started at the North Pole. He went down here, went down to South America, to Santiago, went to, Austri- went to um, Antarctica. Then he turned around, went back to Santiago, went out to these islands, went over here, went up here at the East Coast, went up, went back around the North Pole, and there you go. Does that look like they circumnavigated a sphere? Of course not. This is what it looks like on a flat Earth, okay? Nobody goes down here and pops out over here. Nobody does it. Nobody goes off of, uh, off of Johannesburg and then pops up in New Zealand, which is over here. Nobody does that. Okay. Doesn't happen. So there's no one that's ever claimed. So what you just yeah, showed no, was they've claimed it. Yeah. Okay. They've claimed it. Like Colin O'Brady said he went across Antarctica, but if you look at his actual, you know, coordinates and everything, he basically just went, you know, he went to Santiago here and then he went like over here and then over here and then back or something. He never, he didn't pop out over here. No one's done it. And and this and 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 this guy Colin O'Brady, he's a, a he's a royal family guy. It, it's all nonsense when you look at it. They're faking everything in, in in Antarctica. On the app, what about Antarctica and Southern flights? All the information's in there. All the videos, all the documentation. People go, well, where, where do you get your information from? YouTube? Well, YouTube is like life. It's filled with nonsense and real sense. Okay. Use your discernment. I'll show you where it is. You look at it, make up your own mind, do your own test. Right. Would you go? Would you try? I I would go. Actually, there's a television uh, series that they're looking to do on flat earthers. It's like the real flat earthers of, you know, New Jersey or whatever. (laughs) And, uh, 
they're 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 talking about us doing experiments, and one of those experiments is to go to Australia and film the twenty four hour sun, which doesn't exist. Uh, you know, there's they faked it four different times, and it's clearly faked, and we have the videos proving that it's faked. But no one's ever filmed the 24-hour sun in Antarctica. But, uh, of course, it's been filmed millions of times. Well, not millions, but many times in the Arctic Circle for the north because that makes sense on a flat Earth. It doesn't make sense on a um, – on a, why? well, if you could – there should be the same sun and weather patterns at equal distances north and south if the Earth was a ball, six months apart. But there's not. Wow, that's fascinating. Is the guy that you're talking about? Um, someone said it earlier. Is it Admiral Byrd, the guy that circum that did that voyage? No, no, Admiral Byrd was a uh, you know U.S. Navy guy. Now there's a speculation speculation that you know his story is um, part of the deception, but it seems pretty legit. In the 1950s, they were exploring Antarctica when you know when we finally had planes that could do it because before then. You know, the people that were ruling this world didn't maybe just didn't have access to Antarctica and they figured it out. He went there and he did a news, his last newscast. He said, um, you know, he's on early television and he's like, you know, they explored the outer X, you know, the lands of Antarctica. He said, there's a continent bigger than the United States that's never been touched by human feet, human, human people or, or about humans. And it's uh, has it has resources, uranium and coal and oil, he, all of this stuff. And then immediately after that, the Antarctic Treaty was put into place in 1957. Mm -hmm. The Antarctic Treaty, all the countries in the world signed onto it, said nobody can explore Antarctica for any reason whatsoever, ever until the year 2041. It can't even be questioned. Okay, <laughs> it says what that? the heck is that about? What? Right, <laughs> and that's because I think he found the dome. Mm. So that's so. Not only is the claim there's a flat and stationary Earth, it's in it's pro, it's way bigger than people even might realize. There might it might go well, back it, and it, back and like back. If, if, if we can get beyond the dome, maybe there's other domes out there. Maybe there's other you know ringed worlds out there. This you know this is one thing that I think is very possible. You know, we live here. This is Antarctica, right? Mm -hmm. And out here is another sun with other other lands and there's a story called the iron republic and if you you can find it out it's actually in the playlist under antarctica where um john the morgile a flat earther re reads the book he, he so it's an audio book you can listen to it while you're commuting or walking or whatever it's amazing five hours it's amazing amazing story about some people that got through um what we call the summer's gate and made it to these other lands on the other side of antarctica hmm and so that's the so that soul would be the sun and then the bowl is would be the one outside of that and so the the firmament or the one that we're inside of it, it goes around the antarctic ledge maybe 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 there's certain times of the year that it opens up or certain times in with the sky clock where where it opens up and when there's certain things align i don't know maybe maybe there's another ring beyond it with another world out there maybe you know the outward flow of civilizations talk i did it talks about how the aztecs and the mayans and the you know all these these advanced civilizations that disappeared maybe they flowed outwards maybe their sun moved outwards and they had to move with it otherwise they'd freeze to death and so then we had a new frozen intersection and Antarctica was not frozen. And then the sun moved out again, and now Antarctica's frozen, and a new sun was born in the middle. 
under the star, right? Some of the stuff sounds kind of biblical if you really think about it. And, uh, and the sun basically, you know, has a new world and these two worlds are separated from each other. And only this world knows about this world, but this world doesn't know about this world. I mean, okay. So who came up with this model? You know, who named all this stuff? Like what, who, where is know. this from? You don't know? I don't know. There was a map that was found um, that uh, in uh, in Hawaii it was a a, chi- a Japanese map um, of of the that showed all of these other continents. Is it on this this collage here? Okay. Uh, no, but Which it showed okay. it showed uh, um, a whole bunch of like thirty other continents outside of Antarctica. Right, thirty more continents. Wow. So think about that. There's a motivation for hiding because the, with the tyranny going on, people would be like, screw you, government. I'm going out south, you know, and, and there would be charter flights taking people out there every day to move and have new free land and live off the land. And I'd be out of, out of this world in a second right now. So they don't want that. They want us here because they need us here. They want our souls and they're fishing for them with the soul lure system. Wow. That's very interesting. I don't know. I, yeah. The stuff with the with the names and stuff like that, I, I just don't know. I mean, do you think there's – who do you think is the lowest-ranking person that knows the truth who's in power? Alex like, Stein. Really? No. Is, is that a joke? Okay. I was like, well, <laughs> I love that, dude. I like, so uh, Alex Stein is the – is like the – I don't know what the, the – the, I don't know what the name for it is, but the I enigma. The, what's, the, what's the question – What's the question? What's the lowest ranking? Yeah, I mean, okay, okay. So, like, there's the thing about John Kerry. You know, he flew out to Antarctica like the day after the election. Obviously, people like that know, but but there's of the election. I think. So what I'm saying is, in in this in this layered thing, there's there's going to be a person in the layer of the people that know, but not all of them are the same rank. I'm talking about the, right. the the lowest person in that rank, like a person that you can. I, name. I don't know. Is it the, the? I think the Clintons know. I think John you think Kerry so? knows. Okay. All right. Yeah. You, yeah. Try to keep um, naming people that you think know. I think Obama. Obama definitely knows. But these these people are born for their positions. Obama was bred to be the president. They, you know, he came out of nowhere. But he, they're all related to each other. It's insane. Yeah, um, it's crazy. All the presidents, the whole royal family, all the families yeah. in World War One. It is nuts. They're all like, <laughs> they're all like inbred, man. It's it's so crazy when you look into like how how well they know each other. Man, that's crazy. Uh, people people yeah. are calling Alex Stein. They're just kidding. <laughs> Gatekeeper Alex. <laughs> that's so <laughs> funny. How'd you how'd you meet that guy? How'd you guys uh, hook up? So I do a show called Monday Night Raw on Truth Frequency Radio, and Alex used to call in every week, and mm. like, oh, we're taking calls, and it's this friggin' Alex guy again, hyper insane guy. <laughs> He's just going on and on and on. And then one day, you know, after Alex calling in for, I don't know, a year, maybe two years, whatever, uh, Jaron goes, hey, we're having, a, we're having a guest tonight. We're having that guy Alex on. I'm like, who? He's like, Alex Stein, the guy that calls in every week. I'm like, really? And uh, then he kind of grows on you like a fungus that you can't get rid of. <laughs> and uh and uh it, it, Alex, Alex is Alex is a good guy. I mean, he's he's hysterical, he's smart and uh he's uh he's a disaster also. Like <laughs> <laughs> 
I love how he that. goes into Target. He goes into Target and yell. He dressed up as Santa, went into Target and yelled. He's got bigger balls than I have, and I, I've got a. I've, I've, you know, I got thrown out of Costco, and I got, you know, the police came and everything, and I wouldn't. I held my position, but, um, I don't think I could have done the Santa Claus thing with the megaphone. He's yeah. he's 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 good at that. Do you mind if we switch gears for for the last couple of minutes just to talk about coronavirus sure, sure. and the virus thing? Because that's you know what I try to do is, is this we, going on YouTube? Yeah, we're on YouTube right now. We're we're live. Yeah, you're gonna get a strike if you go if we do this. You're gonna it's, get a strike. It's my backup channel. I talk about it all the time. I called viruses fake right. yesterday. It's, I'm willing to risk it. Okay. I'll create another one. All right. Yeah. What do you got? So, uh, what 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 do you want to know? I mean, yeah. Do, what do, do you, you know? I mean, well, I don't think that viruses are transmittable. Like, I I don't believe that the I, you know I read this book called the Invisible Rainbow. Um, but I I, yep. I thought this stuff before I read that, and I think that it's it's you know toxicity from either your food, your lifestyle, combined with electromagnetic magnetic rays or waves, and it happens like that most right. of the times. There's a big virus. It's it's when they release another layer of electromagnetism. But that's that's it's that a whole book, bunch. Of, yeah. It's a whole bunch of things. The, okay. the the this whole entire thing is, uh, you know, it, it's the flu. It's just a bad flu. Um, people die all the time. If you if you look, there's this report that came out the other day in upstate New York. There was an old age home where, um, you know, some people tested positive. And if you look at the PCR test, you know about the PCR test, right? Yep. You know, the, the 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 guy that made the test who mysteriously died last year. Um, he said that uh, it should never be used to diagnose uh, disease. It's not what it's for. And it could fi- it's just finding particles that are in everybody. And if you take this tiny little bit of the matter and you amplify it, they keep multiplying it, you know. Uh, they that eventually, if you multiply it enough, you can find anything in everybody because these are particles that are in everybody. So the more they amplify it, the more positives they get. So this old age home had, uh, you know, hundreds, a couple hundred uh, people in it. Uh, there was a certain number of people that had Corona, but none of them were sick. And then they all they, they got the vaccine. They vaccinated 80 percent of the people in the old age home. And within one week, 24 people died of Corona. What? Does that make any sense? I didn't know anything about that. I, yeah, one week, one week, 24 corona deaths, right? Zero corona deaths before the vaccine. One week after the vaccine, 24 corona deaths. Wow, right? yeah, they're injecting people so, with it, dude. So so here's the thing. We are beings that uh, we need touch. We need We need to be within physical connection with people. We need to see people's faces. It's, it's part of our the way we communicate. We need our to get sunlight and exercise and not have stress. Financial stress or the two worst stresses are fear. The two worst fears are financial fear and fear of death, mm-hmm. right? So they have us losing our jobs. Afraid, of, afraid we're going to die, staying inside, not exercising, right? Uh, uh, you know, ordering out food out, you know, whatever. The, this is the least healthy people are have ever been, right? Because of these lockdowns, people are losing their businesses. Um, you know, the, the stress levels through the roof. And now the vaccines are coming out. And what's going to happen is people are going to, all these old people are going to die and they're going to put them in the corona list. And they're going to like, the new strain is killing people, Right. Yep. It's insane what's going on right now. And the fact that people are getting vaccinated are, is beyond me. I will never get vaccinated. You couldn't pay me a billion dollars. 
Okay, it doesn't yeah, matter. Over my dead body, it. I would never, ever, ever get this vaccine. Yeah, I'll never get any and, vaccine, and then, but especially. And they're going to blame the anti-vaxxers uh, on the deaths. People are like, well, it's because you we didn't hit herd immunity. Whole herd immunity. They changed the definition of that too. It used to be when you know people get together and gain immunity, but now they change it to herd immunity comes from vaccines. You know, our bodies are perfect. They're created by God, and they have their own immune system. And if you believe that wearing a face diaper is going to protect you from a, a non-existent um, virus. Viruses are exosomes, which your body produces yeah. when it's under stress. This is the exact same logic. The PCR test is testing for these particles. Look, here they are, and we've multiplied them so many times that, oh, wow, there's this many. Well, there's not enough. Well, here, we'll double them again. Oh, now there's enough. Okay, you have it. Therefore, since you have those particles, that means that you're sick, even though you have zero symptoms. Right. And and that's the cause. That's like going to watch house fires. And every time you go to a house fire, you're like, huh, there's always a fire engine at these house fires. Therefore, the fire engine is what's causing the fires. OK, that's the same friggin logic. Okay? Yeah, dude. Yeah, so, I totally get that. Yeah. And, I, and I, if I, you have a town that has really good fire stations, you know, a lot of them and extra trucks. Well, th those towns are more contagious because there's more fire trucks at the fires. So it, it's unbelievable. The healthy, a healthy immune system creates these particles in your body that they're testing for. It's insane. The world has lost their minds. And now a kid almost died, uh, like a five-year-old, from wearing a mask too much. He's got bacterial pneumonia or a bacterial infection in his lungs from rebreathing that crap in the mask. Yeah. So how many kids are going to die this winter because they're wearing these masks and they're not getting enough exercise and sunlight and vitamin D and, and everything else. It's unreal what they're doing. It's and so people bad just, for kids, man. People are so lost. It's unbelievable. It's do unbelievable. You think, do you think there's a time when it wouldn't have worked on people? You know, cause it's all about yeah. population mass, you know, like if it, yeah. if it gets up so, to 90%, I don't think 90% of people uh, believe this is what, they say it is, but it's close to that. It, you know, but do you think there's a time yeah, where it was there? Yeah. When was so, the time so where it was it, good? <laughs> so they tried this with SARS, you know, the decade ago or whatever. And, uh, and it didn't, it didn't work. So they just kind of dropped it. It kind of just went away. Right. maybe that was their, one of their first recent attempts, but this time they, they added, um, two things. They added asymptomatic transmission, which has never, ever been done ever. It doesn't exist. It, another, uh, another word for asymptomatic person is completely healthy person. Okay. So they, they've added asymptomatic um, transmission and they've also, they also added, what else did they add? There was something else. It was the face mask or whatever. But again, they did this in 1920, eight, 1920, right? A hundred years ago. Right. They did the same thing. Everyone was wearing masks back then. and Everyone was getting vaccinated. And there was a huge die off. Who the hell knows? Who, who knows? Wow. I mean, you're you're aware of the Deagle report, right? Mm -mm. I've probably heard of the report, but I don't know by that name. Yeah. So it's D-E-A-G-E-L dot com. And uh, if you look at the the population in the United States, right now it's 327 million or whatever. And in 2025, they predicted to be, uh, they just changed it from 100 million to 99 million. Well, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. D yeah. So you see that the United States, what does it say the population is? Let's see. Reports. The United States is like the fifth one down or somewhere. It's near the top. 
Um, countries. Oh, countries. Yeah, I'm with it. Uh, United States hit is number two and, right States, and what does it say? It says population. Wait, it, 327, right? 330, 332. That's the current population. Now on the top right, click 2025. Top right, 2025. In red. Uh, okay. And now, now what does the United States say? Below 99. So, oh, they even lowered it again. So Le- they, they're, than- they're lowering it even more recently. What the? <laughs> guys. Yeah, what the? <laughs> guys, what are we doing here? <laughs> Right, Man, and I mean, Europe has even a greater percentage drop. They have less people, but their their drop is is even bigger, percentage wise. Yeah, I'm looking at. I'm gonna do the segment on this on my show. I never heard. I'd never heard of this. There, there are 179 yeah. countries listed with a forecast for 2025. Uh, click on the icons to sort the list. This website is nonprofit, built on spare time. We provide our information and services as is, without further explanations. What right, the? and they won't. So we we contacted them in 2017. Like, what the hell is this? When it first came out, when we first found it, and they gave us some cockamamie answer. It was literally like a Wikipedia entry underneath your video, you know, bullshit. And so, you know, that never set was set well. And I'm like, but that's crazy. How the hell can that happen? Is an asteroid gonna hit, hit Earth? You know, whatever. You know, not that asteroids <sighs> are real. But now I, I love it. I I see it. You know. But hey, check us out. Well, the let's let's just be really hideous here for a moment. Will the virus kill that many people? Well, we know that the virus isn't going to kill that many people. No. But all you need to do is if uh, if bacterial pneumonia kills fifty million people, another hundred and fifty will kill themselves. Okay, and the rest will be killed by other people fighting for resources with their guns. There's over a billion guns in this country. They arm the heck out of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I like that, but I mean, I arm myself. You know, like you know. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might, I might, I might be responsible for a large part of that reduction if anyone messes with me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you know? That's a good. Has anyone ever? You know. Uh, has anyone ever gone creepy in real life? Like tried to go after you or see you on the street and call no. it, you know, my no. biggest, my biggest fear is the, the, the trolls online, they're relentless, but they're, yeah. they're pussies in reality. One of them showed up at a meetup and he was just, it was so pathetic. I felt horrible for the person, but my biggest fear is that there'll be a knock on the door one day and guy in a suit will be like, yo, yo, Hey, here's the deal. You know, you can keep doing what you're doing. That's fine. Or we're going to give you a billion dollars and a beautiful little house on an island, you know, right where you could kite surf from your own yard with garden and chickens and, you know, and, uh, you know, and plenty, you know, you have plenty of cash. That's my biggest fear because <laughs> I don't know how I would say no like to get offered. Yeah. <laughs> You can't, man. You can't say yes. I'd be like, can't. oh, man, it's going against everything I stand for. But, yeah, so, that's but, uh, like so, selling right. your soul right, right I'm there. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do right? it. But that's my biggest fear. Yeah. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. Well, what's your, <laughs> maybe, no, it's like, what, what's the sweetest thing? <laughs> like, what's the thing that will get you the easy? And we don't have to. <laughs> that is very, that, very that, funny. That man. would be, that'd be like, oh, man. I'm like, if I could do it and double cross them and still put out content, yeah, I would do it. Wow. Yeah. If you could still speak. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah, that's, they take away your right. That's why the the mask and the things with kids and stuff is it, the smile and the presence of a person is it's, it's such an important part of life and they're taken yeah. away from kids. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, and and this whole thing could be over 
tomorrow, if everyone, just in like one town, all you have to do is get, get everyone together in one town and say, everyone open up your stores, open up your restaurants, pack them out. Everyone go out to dinner and have a line at the door waiting to get in these restaurants. Double pack yeah. the tables. You just okay? mob up. Yeah. And, and, and just say F you to everybody and nobody wear a mask. It's over. It's over. Yep. Open up yep. everything and, and just say no, because there are no laws saying that we have to wear masks. There is no proof. If they give you a ticket, say, great, I'll see you in court and bring evidence that this mask is protecting me from what it's from protecting me from. The CDC has never isolated the virus. They don't know what it is. They never saw it. They can't prove it. So how the frig did they make a vaccination? Right. This whole thing started in Wuhan, China. Wuhan, China is having concerts and raves and pool they're parties. Throwing and down parties, right now, man. And they're all back. And there's no vaccination, right? How did they do it? Okay. And China goes up by two, two, two million people in, in 2025. So, yeah, man. I mean, so, so do you think that, you know, I don't know if you're big on, you know, like nations and like, you know, like a big patriot or whatever, but I mean, like, you know, America is, you know, on the not on the way out, but they're not the hegemon. Do you think China is going to be that? Do you think it's going to be some sort of like global global thing, even though we're not globers? <laughs> like, how do you think the next they're, they're, phase is going to be? There's you know the the China system. They, that's what they want here. They want us like China. Mm. Um, and and you know if you lower the population by that much, you might be able to pull it off. I don't know. We're going to find out in the next couple of weeks. You know, then see what happens with this election thing, and uh, you know. If Biden, the only thing I know about Biden, you know, and by the way, I'm not for either one of them at this point, but the only thing I know about Biden is the only thing that like, if you're like, Dave, write down what Biden has promised to do as president. The only thing I can write down is that he said he's going to mask us up for a hundred days. Dude, That's the only thing I know. Deal breaker straight right away. Deal breaker. But what, what else is he promising besides masking us up for a hundred days? I, Can you name one other thing? He said he's going to basically – the other day he gave a speech where he, he said he's going to help all small businesses, and he named a bunch of groups. None of them were white white men at all. <laughs> they were just like every group, like black, Asian, Latino, and women, and he said he's going to help. Yeah. But that's not really like a numerical promise. I personally think Joe Biden is not the same dude in, in, that he was in the 80s. The oh, guy doesn't look there. the I same. Think- the nose is different. Have you looked at the have you looked at the the drop the just I think it was yesterday the day before from China of uh, of his son's laptop the images and the and oh, the videos Oh yeah oh my gosh disgusting how could I he, saw and 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 Biden knew about all of this how can he do it how can how can he be president He couldn't be the he couldn't be the manager at McDonald's with that record Yeah you got to take the ticket that's why it seems like everyone at the top just knows or is enabling it or, you know, won't speak up right. or just is it in on that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I, I think, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but literally, I don't know. God better step in pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. You know, one thing I was going to bring up and then I'll let you go. There was actually a, um, Okay, I'm reading this from the the Hindustan Times right now. I saw a couple of the links, but it was the first uh, link I I clicked on. Um, CIA documents on UFOs unexpectedly made available to download. Uh, What's your your thoughts on aliens? I mean, do you think that there are things at all out there? Like a lot of us think they're demons. 
Well, so aliens are in, you can equate them with demons and spirits and stuff. Sure. I don't know what they are. I can't really prove it, but I've, I've had experiences with non-physical um, things. So yeah, I, I totally believe in that, but aliens, uh, when you're talking about people, you know, like beings, I look at them as extraterrestrials to break down, down the word extra is more terrestrial terra land, extra oh. land. So they're coming from the lands beyond where wow. we're allowed to go. And guess what? They're not flying trillions of miles to get here um, and crash. They're they're uh, they're they're flying a, a a just a road trip, you know, in a conventional airplane. It can come here for lunch and go back. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't I don't know if we're ever gonna know, but it seems like it's very fascinating to talk about, especially the stuff the like you said, extraterrestrial, like what's beyond it. And I wonder if anyone's ever gonna ever gonna escape like the Truman Show. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, I maybe. would love to maybe. see you maybe. do maybe. it, man. Maybe. If you ever, if you ever, let me, you know, I'll be checking on your channel to see, you know, if you ever do those experiments. You go down to Australia and see that stuff. Let me run one other thing by you. Okay. So when you're in that space station, you know, you can be Mr. Glober and say the space station's real. I say, well, how come there's no land down here? How come there's no land? What it's would just your answer water be? Water forever. Uh, it's a big well, part of the ocean. Right. <laughs> Like that's what if, if it was first, right. if, okay. Or or am I totally punking you and just filming from my front yard? Wow! And turn it upside down. Right? Wow! Not me. P brain did this. Yeah. So that's that's how easy it is to fool people, and that's with a zero budget. Okay, yeah. a zero budget. Wow! Now let me ask you a question. Clear your head. You don't know what this is. Is that forty thousand pounds of steel, or is that a blimp? Oh. Uh. A blimp. Okay. It's the space shuttle external tank, and it weighs oh, forty thousand pounds. They, they jettison, yeah, yeah. Does that look like it's falling? That's it's, the actual footage of it. This is the actual footage of it falling as they're orbiting the Earth. Okay. Wow. It's a balloon. The space shuttle was a balloon. We'll leave it on that. But again, the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, if you get it and you click in NASA Fakery, you can see all of that. Okay. It's all there. Check out the app. Yeah, a couple of people in the chat have it. So I'm going to um, – I'm gonna. so how? So why don't you – yeah, before we go, why don't you just tell us uh, how to find you. The information is down below in the show description, but tell us how to find you, you know, your channel, yeah. you know, the app, all that so, stuff. So the app is available on Android. Uh, you have to have operating system 8.0 or higher. And it's also available on Apple, um, iPhone 6 and above. So that that's 99% of everybody. Um, and that's where most of my stuff is. You know, you can also find me at the flatearthpodcast.com. There'll be links to the app. There'll be links to my podcast. Or if you just have a podcast player on your phone, the Flat Earth Podcast. Start from episode one if you're a good baller. And before you get to 10 episodes... You too will be a flat earth outcast uh, flat earth or outcast. Um, and my YouTube channel is the initials for deep inside the rabbit hole. It's just D I T R H. And I do short videos there and um, that's it, man. That's awesome, where man. That's it's great to talk to you. Me. This is really fun, man. And I'll be, uh, I'll be in the chat at some point in your uh, Thursday show. I, you know, I, I want to get Alex back on and I've never really listened. We take, to, we take video calls. You got to call oh, yeah? in. We get I'll a little tiny in, URL and you can jump right on. Okay, great. I will, I will definitely take you up on that, man. Great to talk to you. All right. That'll cool. be Thursday. All right, man. Thanks. All right. Cool. Have a nice night. Shows up. All right. All right. Send I will. A, send me a link to the show. Yeah, definitely. I will do, man. Have a good night. All right. Thanks. All right. See you.
All right, y'all. That was a fun one. This will be up as a podcast in a couple days. But bam, call me ignorant. The uh, beginning of it uh, will be cut away. Um, so I'll send the links out. We'll do our thing. Steven Ignoramus, Flat and Stationary with Dave Weiss. Love you all. I think I'm going to be doing uh, the Daily Ignoramus in the morning. So peace be upon the live chat, all the lurkers, the listeners, my people's people's brethren, the people on DLive, Twitch, Periscope, which is going away in two months, and, of course, YouTube. Ba-bam! <laughs>